Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey of Jan Blomquist with um, the topic about the online and offline world. And yeah, as you may know, the Berlin-based artist Jan Blomquist is currently touring through the world with his disconnected tour and we interviewed him in Cologne at one of the last concerts after touring for four months with his band and yeah in this interview among many other things we are talking about how it feels playing the last shows after four months of touring if traveling with his band also helps disconnecting from the online world instead of traveling alone how his life as artist would look like if internet would not exist, if the vibes are different at venues that he plays at with the band instead of playing at clubs as solo artist, and if he will take his son on the travels this year, which kind of festivals he likes more, either smaller or bigger ones, and which culture impressed him most and what he learned from it things about Germany he likes and dislikes, why he chose Berlin as his home, in which city despite Berlin, Berlin he would like to live, and which favorite spots and restaurants in Berlin he has. So enjoy! Jan, hi! <laughs> Um, you're currently touring through the whole world with your band and with the Disconnected Tour. Um, it's almost been four months now, right? Yes, we are traveling since November. And actually, we're not getting on our nerves. It's pretty much fun with six or seven boys. It's, I mean, you can imagine. It's like on school, yeah. school's holiday disaster. <laughs> and how does it feel playing the last shows after so many months touring together? Actually, I'm still nervous because we always try to improve something and invent some new stuff. And that's maybe, yeah, it's not the easiest way to play a tour. But um, yeah, somehow we are like this kind of persons who always want to develop. And so I'm always nervous if the new thing's going to work or not. And yeah, right now we're like trying to improve the vocal microphone sound a lot. And um, yeah, I hope it's going to work today. We'll see. I'm really um, curious. Um, I already saw your sound check and it sounded really nice. So, yeah. Cool. Let's see. Um, the name of your album and your tour is Disconnected. Do you have the um, feeling that it's easier to disconnect when touring with the band instead of touring <laughs> alone? Uh, actually, with the band, we're totally disconnected automatically because we're living like in a bubble and we have like our car and our, our sound check, our tour life and Yeah, it's yeah. We we have no no television. Mostly, nearly not even internet or something. It's really sometimes hard to post all the Instagram stuff that you have to do today, even if it's not fun. But you have to do that as a musician nowadays. But um, yeah, we definitely live in a in a bubble. And when I'm alone, um, everything is easier. The sound check takes 30 minutes. Now with the band, the sound check takes like five or six hours. So we're totally doing music 100% every day. And when I'm playing alone, I'm, I have so much free time, and I can even. Uh, party when I play alone it's not possible with my band because we're all so tired and have to go to the next gig the next day but it's fun I mean we have we have fun with like our little crew so it's a good thing actually right 
Definitely. I mean, it's, I think four months is enough, <laughs> honestly. I, yeah. um, it's so much fun, but um, and it's satisfying also if you if you develop something together with like three light guys and three musicians, and in the end everything comes together, and the whole team would not work if one of us is missing. Yeah. So it's like really impressive for me to see like like how the pieces of art come together in like one big thing in the end. But after four months, first I want to invent something new <laughs> and also like body wise like um yeah you're getting too tired after four months and we need it we need at least, i guess like at least three days off yeah you already mentioned in times of internet and social media and you're not only a musician but also an influencer <laughs> social media star you're kind of an pr agent so you have to fulfill more roles than before um how would you think would your life as artist look like if internet wouldn't exist <laughs> um, I mean actually I'm super thankful to live in these times because um, it's easier for an artist to promote yourself without spending like tons of money for, I mean like 20 years ago only the bands with like big labels or rich rich parents could like afford to make a huge campaign and now everybody just does it himself which is pretty easy and makes the underground scene more more living and gives them way more opportunities But it's also hard because it's expected. So you cannot say, I don't do that. So it really belongs, as you said, it belongs together. It's just one job. And this is not what I wanted, to be honest. Yeah. I wanted to do music and I didn't want to be an influencer or, <laughs> or any, any promoter or something. It's a different job. Yeah, but I mean, that's okay. That's a job and yeah. I can deal with that. <laughs> Um, when playing with your band, of course, the crowd is different. Also, the venue is different. Um, when you're playing alone, it's more the club atmosphere. Um, right now, it's more like this concert hall atmosphere. Do you feel that the, the vibes are different in terms of the audience? Uh, actually, yes, totally. I mean, the playtime is earlier. We have the publicum, uh, the publicum, the audience. <laughs> it's, it's way older. Yeah. Um, I feel even that um, that all the people who are raving like 20 years ago are now really interested in, in going to live electronic music concerts yeah. because they are bored. To, I mean, nobody wants to go to the clubs for 20 years, you know. And so, I mean, so would I be. I'm also, when I go to a concert and to Moderat, I love it. And it's a totally different vibe. You cannot compare. And a club is like really party and maybe even 50% doesn't even listen what's going on, but it's okay. And in a concert, everybody's like 100% focused on what's going on on stage and there's nothing else what's happening. It's like only only you on stage and yeah, that's a different feeling, of course. And yeah, and the audience is definitely completely mm -hmm. different and the sound systems normally are way bigger in concert halls and sounds yeah. more linear, more better. And I mean, like some clubs are really have really nice sound systems as well, but usually not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, your tour is almost over, but of course, in summertime, you also have a lot of gigs coming up, um, and in summertime, a lot of festivals happen too. Um, are you more a fan of big festivals with, let's say, 10,000 people in the audience, or more like the smaller festivals with a holiday feeling, maybe in the Chango or at the beach? What is your personal um, favorite? Uh, I have to be honest here and give you a really boring answer <laughs> because as a musician and it's, um, if you're lazy <laughs> you, you prefer the festivals which are pretty much well well organized and everything fits on stage and there's no, no feedback problem with the microphone or the people get your rider and you come to the stage and everything is set up I mean that's what you want you know because 
yeah, that makes your life easy, and easy life is always good. So, um, of course, the big festivals are way easier to play, and mm-hmm. it's and you have a better sound system, which is also super important. And yeah, everything is like it's organized. You cannot do anything wrong if you if you play for ten thousand people. It, it runs by itself, but if you play for ten people at home in your in your in your sofa or something, that would be the worst thing because that's really 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 hard to mm-hmm. to impress people who just are like thirty centimeters next to you. Mm-hmm. This is not. I think even as a life act, you're always afraid. Like, okay, somebody could touch my cable or my instruments, and and it's it's a different vibe when you when you're partying. It could be nice to be like in these small, really cozy festivals, but um, for me, the big ones are way way. Maybe more interesting. Your little boy is one and a half year old right now, right? Yes. Um, Will you take him on the journeys you have in summer? Is it important for you that he sees the world and gets new impressions of different cultures? Yes, uh, actually, uh, we did this. We um, brought him to my US tour in America. I mean, it was not possible to leave him alone without me, like six or seven weeks. So I took him to my US tour in America and... uh, He comes to the soundtrack sometimes and watches everything. He loves cables, he loves knobs, <laughs> <laughs> and he loves party people. Whenever we go to a festival with like this, uh, you know, this children ear yeah, protection yeah. things, mm-hmm. he freaks he out of yeah. happiness. He loves all, all the. He even loves the drunken people, which is like kind of scary for me. But <laughs> because they act like children, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> maybe. maybe yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he loves funny people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, of course, you have to be careful because, um, yeah, he cannot be too close to this drug scene, which is. Obviously, on every festival, yeah. you cannot avoid it, and you have to be really careful to not bring him too close to these people. But yeah, all in all, you can always have like a cozy corner in every festival, and I think it's good for the kids to see the world, to get as much impressions as possible, and to be open-minded and not just stuck in your children's room every day or in your kita or wherever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you learned about a lot of cultures when you traveled um, the world or still do. Is there one culture where you say, wow, this is really one thing I want to implement in my daily life? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, um, I think the electronic music scene is so international that you don't feel, even feel so much difference. Mm-hmm. When you are playing in India, okay, India maybe is an extreme example because Indian culture is really different from European culture, but it's still on stage or in the clubs, it's the same vibe. Like people want to party and want to drink and want to get kissed or whatever, or stoned or whatever they do. It's always similar. The main thing, like people want to dance and um, if people start dancing or listening to music, suddenly the cultures became one, one world culture, mm-hmm. I think. And, Unfortunately, there's not much time to go to go and figure out what the real culture culture mm. is in that country. But yeah, I can only can you tell you from the from the music scene, and it's really really similar. Yeah. And um, Tunes and Wings, the online magazine, is always about electronic music and travels. So um, what I do is combine um, music with travel guides. Now you're living in Berlin. You choose um, Berlin as your home. If you would have friends over the weekend in Berlin, what would you do with them in terms of places, restaurants, bars, breakfast, clubs. How would a weekend with you look like? Uh, actually, I would love, to, I would walk with them because Berlin is, is really, has a huge, it doesn't have a center, but the, the inner city is really huge. You can just walk and walk and walk and it's never, never gets bored. Like so many different corners, like and after 10 kilometers walking, it's still another hipster scene shows up suddenly, which I haven't seen before. And it's, the city is changing all the time and it's so many 
different parts. It's multicultural in the one end, and then super super East German style in the other hand. And it's it's really interesting to just walk. I think, and I would do that. Just get a bottle of wine and go to the maybe to the river. I love the river in Berlin. The the, the this is called in English the Museums Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty pretty. Be- it's cheesy because it's really really beautiful. It looks a bit like Paris or mm-hmm. Budapest or something. Mm-hmm. But it's perfect to have a wine maybe on a Friday. Yeah. Then I would maybe not bring them to the clubs on Friday and Saturday because it's too crowded. I would bring them to the clubs on Sunday and Monday morning maybe and try to catch up the best after parties yeah. maybe. And for sure we will get all nice restaurants because I love the food in Berlin. Which is your favorite? There are many, many Vietnamese restaurants which kind of battle themselves who's the best. It's really yeah. interesting like like how good they are and they like really it's like a competition. I think it's not easy for them but it's good for us. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is like the Van An or the Vietnamese village I think they're even next to each other and as I said they'll battle them themselves which are who makes the best food and, and I also love the Lebanese food it's like mostly fast food but it's at least like fresh and i won't say healthy but uh, it's not not poison <laughs> it's not that fast food like the burger king but also yeah. it's it's a, it's a might be good fast food and it's called zwei stromland mm-hmm. and it's so tasty I, i go there every week twice i think <laughs> and why did you choose berlin as your home um i mean uh, i'm living there since 17 years now and i think in 2002 it was the most interesting city when in, in Europe because it was like 10 years after the wall came down mm-hmm. and the city was still like east and west was still not one one city it was like super interesting what's what's going on the whole city was moving and changing all the time there was so much inspiring moments like and all the people came there because it was cheap it was free there was like so much space normally in, in huge huge European cities you don't have any space at all to get a studio or a club And in Berlin, everything was there. Like for a musician, you got everything what you need, which yeah, which is actually freedom, cheap living, and good living, freedom. And did I say freedom already? <laughs> and yeah, and space is really important because you need definitely a venue to do your art, and yeah. that's the most important thing. Right now, it's more like all the other cities in Europe, and the space is not there anymore. But mm. but for me, it was the best best time the last 15 years. Now I'm thinking to move somewhere else. But I have no idea where. <laughs> Are there some countries you find interesting to live, also in terms of the conditions, like living there with a family, health, insurance, and yeah, <laughs> things you think about when you grow up? I mean, if you talk about health insurance and stuff, then it's pretty good to live in Berlin. But um, I really want to go to live in the U.S., States, US, United States, someday maybe um, California or New York City, just because I really love the open-minded way of thinking mm-hmm. of the Americans. We German always say it's uh, superficial, yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's not. I think yeah, it's I, I, th- I, th- I yeah. think it's they are just open-minded, and then when you get in a nice conversation with them, then you can still say it's com- it's uh, superficial mind people. But uh, no, I think they're pretty open-minded, and it's really fun to have the opportunity to just walk on the street and then then suddenly somebody talks to you, hey, what did you do today? And in the first time in the USA, I was like, what? Don't talk to me, you son of a bitch. What do you want from me? Because I'm used to it from, from Berlin to be angry, you know? Yeah. Berliners are always angry on the street. Never, never talk to a stranger. <laughs> That's rule number one in Berlin. And I hate that. And in the USA, it's completely different. People talk and I think 
talking is really, really important, especially in these times where we live in a virtual world and everything is made with fake facts and stuff. And I think the people should talk. And so I, that's what I like in California and in, in New York. I cannot say much about the USA because I haven't traveled everywhere, but yeah, New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles is really fun and I want to live there one day. And a lot is going on in New York City um, in terms of the scene, right? Always. So always. it really and changed. It's changed, yeah. It's coming now. I mean, I haven't been there 20 years ago. I cannot really say anything about New York in the 90s. But uh, what I see in the last seven, seven or ten years, it's really the music scene in New York is really growing electronic-wise. I mean, there was always a big hip-hop scene mm -hmm. and soul and rap. And, and what did I have? Um, rock music also was really over in Europe. But uh, Americans still listen to rock music. But now the electronic music really comes. You can feel it everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would you do if your boy is telling you, Daddy, I want to be a DJ? <laughs> I would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, what I love is it's in this job studio, you still have the power to do whatever you want. If it's too much, then you can say stop. If it's not a much, too much, then you can work more. And um, yeah, it's, it's nice to be in control of your own life. Mm -hmm. So I think if your child has a possibility to be in control of himself or herself... That's always nice for dad to see that and she or he can grow yeah. with their own ideas. Very good. Yeah. And what are some gigs or destinations or whatever you're really looking forward to this year? Um, actually, to South Africa. I've never been there before. And yeah, I have I played two gigs, one in Johannesburg, one in Cape Town. Yeah, it's in June. Yeah, I've never been must be beautiful. I saw pictures and everybody tells me it's nice and even the music scene should be really nice there mm -hmm. as I heard. And I want to go to New Zealand and Nepal but I think this is more like a hiking adventure mm -hmm. not, not music business for me because it's, yeah, this should be this is too beautiful to waste it with working time. I should yeah. go there and hike and discover the nature for like three weeks or something. Will you have some free time to have holidays Uh, not really. I think my next holiday is in June for two weeks and I will go to the Dolomiti Mountains and to the Swiss Alps as well and going to play a festival in between and the, the lake festival at mm -hmm. Zurich Lake mm -hmm. and after that I go hiking with the guys from Animal Trainer and I can't wait to do that. <laughs> yeah, they're locals, huh? they can show you around. Uh, and yeah, maybe, I don't know, I mean the Some of the Zurich guys doesn't even know much more about the mountains than me <laughs> because for them it's so normal that they're not that interested. And I'm, I'm like super interested in hiking and stuff. So I read everything, every book, and so maybe I, I know a lot. But yeah, maybe they do. We'll see. I mean, that's not the point. Who knows more? <laughs> But <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait to, to be hiking with them because they're really funny guys. <laughs> Time is running. You need to go to stage, right? Seems like. I mean... One last question. <laughs> Why... I mean, yeah, you traveled the world, you saw a lot of cultures, different lifestyles. What do you like about Germany? Uh, I really appreciate that everything works here and everything is tight. People, if you, if you tell them, uh, this is what I need on stage, it's there and this is how I can work. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to tell bad about other countries, but sometimes it's really chaotic. But therefore they have... More humor, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Germans, German people are not the most funny guys, actually. <laughs> But at least for a musician, it's a pretty good country to work because everything's organized. And, and you're also pretty free here. You, can, you must be really stupid to get, get problems with the police. Mm. 
and in some other countries you have to be so careful to not do the wrong thing and yeah that's I mean freedom and organization is a good thing though absolutely so enjoy your time on stage and hope to see you soon yeah thank you nice questions and see you soon <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and the interview with Jan Blomqvist. Let me know your thoughts about it on Instagram, in the Facebook Close Community, Tunes and Wings Community on Facebook, or on other channels, Tunes and Wings is on. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>